Hi there, I'm Becky Hammond, founder and strength maven over at Isogo and isogostrong.com. Welcome to Isogo TV video and audio podcast. Here on Isogo TV, we are fueling marriage connection, parenting grace, and work energy by focusing in on your strengths instead of fixating on your weakness. And today, you are joining us for episode 78 in our Isogo TV interview series. By talking to leaders, coaches, parents, spouses, regular people, we are bringing alive the life-changing stories that have been fueled by people's unique and brilliant strengths in their work or their marriages or their parenting or all three. Today's guest is Amy Mingen. Amy is on a mission to help women reach their health potential through her signature program, Naturopathic Yoga. I'll give you more information about that at the end. And she lives with her husband and two kids on the sunny Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia. So when she's not doing all the things a working mom does, you'll find her on her yoga mat or at the beach finding balance in nature. What I love about this conversation with Amy is how down to earth and relatable she is. Understanding her strengths unlocked something small inside her and it gave her the confidence to move from the sidelines to really making her dreams happen. It's a real story that unleashed, as she says, heaps of opportunities. So let's dive into this conversation with Amy Minjin. All right. Hey, Amy, how are you doing today? Really great. Thanks for having me, Becky. Oh, I'm so glad that you are here. I am excited that um, not only the people who are listening today get to know more about your story, but that I get to know more about your story as well. And um, it's a privilege to get to know you in this way and that you agreed to show up here today because it's mighty early there where you're from. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's 7 a.m. bright and early here in Australia. (laughs) Awesome, cool. Well, um, I would love to just kind of jump right in and see if you would give us all an idea of uh, who you are. Tell us a bit about yourself. What's your family like? Uh, What do you do for work? And we can go from there. Yeah, sure. Sure. So I am a women's health naturopath and I'm also a yoga instructor. And I'll give you a bit of background before I jump into what my latest thing is. (laughs) So I have been a naturopath for about 10 years and I have had a bit of an on again, off again relationship with my naturopathy, so to speak, Mm. because I've had two kids in that time. And my husband also decided that he wanted to study during that time as well. So there's been like a little bit of work pressure, a little bit of like, let's get the business happening, Mm. but also doing all the things of being a mum and making sure you're there at school pickup and taking them to all the different activities. So um, yeah. And then I'm also someone who I guess in the past had no idea about the word of self-care like what even is it um i was always i guess i grew up thinking that you just do all the things that's what women do that you have to show up and do all the house stuff and do all the amazing food stuff and be an amazing parent and i went down the um attachment parent route which i think is paying dividends these days, but it was really, really hard to begin with because you really, it's almost like you really go into martyrdom. Yeah. Um, I didn't really have any boundaries with my first child, Max. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> I, I was 
we can sufficiently say I was ridiculously depleted after yeah. having him and after breastfeeding him and racing around after him. But he was this beautiful, plump little toddler. And here I was like this depleted. <laughs> like I reckon I must have got a million gray hairs after that. <laughs> <laughs> Our bo- your body is telling you something. <laughs> yes, yes, totally. And I journeyed through that for a while, ended up having my second baby was loving the mum thing. And then I kept getting this like knock at my door, every single, like, you know, like a metaphorical knock at the door. Like you're destined for more. Okay. So what's the more thing? Well, you have to find that out. (laughs) And there's this thing inside my head that I was always like this toing and froing and toing and froing between like being the mum thing, but doing the working thing as well, because I've always really loved my work. Hmm. And I show up 100% for my people and I really, really love it. But there's still like, it was like I was um, being a naturopath with one hand behind my back, so Mm. to speak. And it wasn't until this year, at the start of the year, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm becoming a yoga instructor because it just keeps like going, it keeps like knocking at my door. Like Mm. I kept getting that feeling. Every time New Year's Eve came around, it's like, oh, what's your New Year's resolution? I'm like, I think I really want to be a yoga teacher. And then for whatever reason would let all the, you know, life things creep in. I'm like, oh, I don't have time for that. Oh no, I'm not going to do that this year. And so this year I just did it. And I actually like clicked on the course pay button and then went and told my husband about it. So I've um, just signed up for a yoga course and he's like, whoa, (laughs) okay. (laughs) I just did this thing. Uh, I promise I've been thinking about doing it for like six years. <laughs> Easily. Easily. And so um, that journey began and I've got an amazing mentor and she has always been encouraging me to utilize my strengths. And mm. so I'm sure we'll talk about strengths in a little bit, but it was uncovered to me that certain strengths of mine, I was somewhat hiding Hmm. that I wasn't necessarily stepping into my strengths and so now I've melded my two worlds together so I have created a product called naturopathic yoga Hmm. and so I create yoga flows and sequences for people with say thyroid issues or adrenal issues or energy or ones that need to just relax. So there's different series specific for different people, but I talk them through in a more naturopathic sense. Mm. So they get a deeper understanding of their body. They can take that self-healing journey while they're doing the yoga. And it's literally like taking me out of my shell. Mm. I'm like, oh, this is my thing. This is is the knock that I was answering all along. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> how very cool. And so uh, yeah. how old are your kids now? So Max is six and a half and Ivy's three and a half. Okay. So you're still in the thick of it, right? <laughs> I am. <laughs> yep. Uh, cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, I can't, we're, we're definitely going to dive more into kind of what that journey looked like and kind of what that has meant for you. Clearly kind of big picture before and after it's like, yeah, kind of, uh, inkling to do something more and yet kind of feeling a little bit stuck or stuck in your depleted self and how to kind of transform yourself into the energetic fulfilled self that you currently are today. So 
Let's dive in a little bit to the strengths perspective, um, especially the way that it has, it has made a change to the way that you live your life. And you've already touched on that a little bit. So when you first came across the strengths concept, um, what problems were you looking to solve what, or what problems were you encountering or maybe what were you thinking about most in your life at that point? I was in a place of, how would I say, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think my husband has, um, has, a defini- or has a definition of that. I think he says that when you do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result, that means you're crazy. <laughs> totally. And that's right? how I felt at times. Totally. I've yeah. been there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, mm. I, so within my strengths, I'm really good at starting things. Mm exceptionally good at starting things and showing action not so great at finishing things interesting (laughs) and so I felt like there was a very um I'm really good with finding ideas and and like starting things and and getting things going but without a solid structure and without being able to see that like the full continuation of the cycle I was sort of left with the last 25% just lingering. So there were all these open tabs in my life that I was just like, I'll just start the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So when you accounted the strengths perspective, were you aware that you kind of had all these open tabs? I love that metaphor. Like, were you aware that you had all these open tabs or were you kind of like just always looking for the next thing and it didn't really bother you that there were all these things open? Yeah. Um, It was more the fact that, Yeah, because completing things isn't necessarily a strength of mine. Right. And so I that's like a big deal if I can complete something and then ask for feedback and then like refine it and and reproduce it again. So I still remember the first time I actually did that all by myself with no prompting, with like and got so excited because I was like, oh my gosh, I think I just completed a cycle. Oh wow. (laughs) (laughs) Without running off on the next idea, because I literally would just go, oh, this is so bright and shiny and I am going to run and off I go with it. So yes, it probably a bit of both. Like there Mm. were, I I was aware of the open tabs and that kind of made me a little bit overwhelmed, but would, but then I would think, I'm just going to get rid of this overwhelm by replacing it with excitement for the next thing. Mm. Yeah. And so is that kind of what you had tried to do in order to either ignore or say, well, my, my tabs are closed out enough. Like what, what other paths had you tried before, before you kind of came across the strengths language? Um, yeah, it was probably more an ignoring thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hoping something would change. Yeah, or like, <laughs> or chasing that next shiny thing. Like, oh, maybe this thing's the thing. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so so tell me, tell us a little bit about how did you, expe- how, what did it look like when you had encountered the strengths perspective? Um, how did you discover that? How did you stumble upon it? Um, what did that process look like for you? Yeah. So my mentor, Tammy Guest, and you had Murray on the other day. Yeah. So Tammy and Murray took us on retreat, a bunch of us who are in a, we're called Natrepreneur Club and it's run by Tammy. And at the end of the six month program, we go on an immersion in Bali for five nights. 
and they they were like okay here's a link everyone you're getting a link to do a strengths test and i hadn't really known about it but i'm i really love answering quizzes and all that sort of yeah. stuff so I was like, oh, cool and it i think it's a human thing we like to identify totally. Right. And so, um, but I found when I was doing the strengths test, I'm like, they're just asking me the same question. They're like, now, how much do you really think this? Oh, I think that. And then how how much do you not think this? I'm like, oh, well, I think that. And so it, it seemed like a really similar test the whole way through for me which is really interesting. And then um, when we got to Bali and we started like unraveling it, I had like quite a few light bulb moments of like, okay, this makes more sense to me. And then it was more about realizing that if I focus more on those strengths, that life would be a lot easier because they're the things that come more naturally to me. Hmm. And so what, 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 what did it, what happened after you left that retreat? Um, and you kind of knew your strengths, what kind of changes did you experience or? Well, to be honest, I, I left feeling really inspired, but Mm -hmm. I got back home and regular life was still here. And it took me a little while to integrate it. It took me like a good four or five months to integrate everything that was happening and how I could literally use it. So I think it was a real um, step-by-step process for me to be able to start integrating more of the strengths in. Um, And so I still sort of started trying new things, but I learned about that completion stage more. So Mm. it, but it it did take me a few months to really like, step into that space uh and I guess because you know your old patterns and you you get sort of addicted to your old patterns it's like yeah I heard it the other day what is it like 80% of the thoughts we have every day are the same thoughts (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh so no wonder it's so hard to literally make a big change yeah because it's so easy to just jump back in those old train tracks and I felt like that for a while Hmm. And yeah, so I just step by step kept moving and flowing with it until I sort of found my groove. And yeah, and then I felt like I was more in flow. It took until this year. So that was like this time last year was when I did my strengths test. And um, yeah, and it wasn't until like into 2018 that I was like, okay, I think I know what to do now. Hmm. And so what, like, give, give me, give us like an example of like, what that might've looked like maybe like at first when it wasn't so easy or it was like, I'm not really sure how to integrate this to like maybe to today where you use a strength to really make a a difference in the way you approach life or your work. Yeah. So, um, works a really simple one actually. So I used to get, so So number one, relater. Okay. Relater. Yeah. Number one, relator. Number two, futuristic. Number three, active. Oh no. Yeah. Activator. Okay. I think number two is activated. Number three, futuristic. Number four, individualization. Number five, significant. Okay. So there's a lot of things in there that say that I probably should be doing something a little bit larger than just a one-to-one business Mm -hmm. model. And I always felt that. And so then I started like stepping into more like, um, being interviewed by people, doing more videos and literally presenting more things out there. Um, interestingly enough, even though 
I have done all this study and I've done all the experience and all of that, I still had all the fears of like imposter imposter syndrome of like, oh my God, do I know enough? You know, that whole like enoughness came through. And then I realized everyone else are just people anyway. So why not just do it? And yeah, so now I'm a lot less nervous going into those sorts of situations. And if someone randomly impromptu asks me to stand up and speak in front of an audience, I can do it, you know, and sometimes I'll get nervous and sometimes I just like literally flow in and flow out of it and it all just goes perfectly. So if I can get out of my head and move more from my heart, I feel like that's where the strengths come through. Yeah. Yeah. And so like you understanding your strengths, what part did that play in kind of your ability to, to kind of, to get rid of the imposter syndrome, to like boot that guy out of there? Like <laughs> what was your strength or your, were understanding your strengths part of that or how did that work in the journey? So yes, I think that understanding my strengths would be playing a role in that because particularly like the significance part mm. is like, you really need to be saying this to more people. You really need to like put this out in the spotlight. You need to get this out to a larger audience. Um, I think uh, the self-belief is a huge thing. Hmm. Prior to knowing my strengths, there was like the teeny tiny part of me. And I feel like learning my strengths, I sort of came out, I like grew. Hmm. And so there was so much more internal self-belief. So therefore I was less scared to go and do the things that I always wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I love, I love that. I'm just trying to even just even processing it, but that teeny part that just was able to expand because I mean, would you call it confidence? What, I mean, what, what would you call it? Like that, that, that grew out in, from little to big. I would say it's, it's probably more a self-belief thing. Self-belief. Okay. And yeah, because anyone who meets me would never say that I lack confidence, mm. even like, okay, but it's totally more, it's more an internal thing. It was yeah. like, I didn't necessarily believe in myself to go and do the thing. Hmm. And so then there was that, there was not a congruent message coming out because even if I could be confident and say things, there was like this other thing inside that was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe you shouldn't actually have just said that or whatever the, the little <laughs> totally. person on your shoulder was, was saying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so would you say that, okay, so like, so you have like kind of a growing self-belief because now you see exactly how you're wired and you're like, yeah, duh, that is how I'm wired. I've always known that, but now I have these words to describe it. And I have these, like, like, these are really positive things. Like, you know, this, so self-belief is growing and now you still have all these open tabs. So like, what, what do you do? Do you go back and close the tabs? Do you like, so you realize you have activator, right? So activator like starts things, but you don't have any, like, let me finish that up things. You already described that. You knew that about yourself, right? So now you have words to describe it. Did that, what change, like what changed or did anything change or did you just start something new? You know, I mean, what, what was, what was that like? I think just the awareness of literally shining the light on that last 25%. Mm. on all the things was like, oh, that's right. Because it wasn't actually a big deal to me. I just thought right. that that was just how it rolled because that's how I always did it. Yeah. <laughs> like my husband always thought that I was the strangest person that I could literally stop a movie and go to bed. And he's <laughs> like, but it's not finished. <laughs> like, yeah, but we started it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm relaxed. <laughs> 
That is so yeah. funny. That's such a good example. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good example. And yeah, and he's got lots of um, like his number one is um, achiever. So he's like ridiculously good at completing things. Yeah. You're like, so <laughs> see all these twenty five percent's out there. Could you just kind of like finish those off for me? <laughs> yeah, and he's more like the analytical side of things. So. I've also learned to delegate stuff, mm. delegate some areas that I really don't want to deal with because it's not a strength of mine mm -hmm. and I don't want to take up all the bandwidth in my head trying to figure it all out too. Yeah. So it's not that I'm necessarily like giving up. It's more right. the fact that, okay, that's not my strength. I'm going to focus over here on my strengths yeah. and I'm going to let this other person who has these strengths help me out with that bit. Yeah. Like give so, I mean, the picture that you just painted is awesome. Like giving it over instead of giving up right? Like I'm yes. not giving up, I'm giving it over to somebody else yes. who might actually love to finish projects or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So in your yeah. business, did you go back and finish, close the tabs or do you just kind of X them out and say like, actually I'm done with these tabs. I'm not actually not going to finish these things. That's okay. I know that this is why I started them, but now I'm focusing this or how did that work? I just basically saw it as like just part of the journey. Yeah. So some things have stayed and others have been improved so that they can be finished. And then um, like naturopathic yoga, I complete everything with that funnily yeah. enough. So when, it, when I'm in flow, it's not actually, it's, it's not a big issue for me to complete things with that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah so, I can see, I can see like your futuristic playing into that, right? Like yeah. you're just like, I can see what's possible. Like this is so amazing. Yeah. And to be a part of this, something big and really make an impact and an influence on people and, yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So what do you think if you're going to kind of summarize what was different about you in your life now that you know your strengths and have walked in them for a while, like you said, I mean, and I think your, your experience with like discovering what your strengths are and then like having them really kind of take hold, like I would say most people haven't even experienced that. So, so, and if they do, it's a, it's a process. It's a slow process. Oftentimes you have to have a coach, you know, along with mm -hmm. you to say like, okay, are you still thinking about those things that you were like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Like, no, I'm not. Because like you said, like real life was still waiting for you after you stepped back off that plane. Um, yeah. And so I, I think people can really relate with that with like, yeah, I did that, but I never really, I didn't, I didn't do anything with it. You know, I took it, it was like, oh, cool. And then I didn't do anything with it. So, you know, what would you say is different about you now that like could encourage other people that are like saying, um, you know, that are saying, yeah, I took it, but nothing happened. <laughs> like what's different about you now that you think would, that feels compelling to you? Like if you would have known how different you would have be because you know your strengths, what is that difference? So the difference, it, it comes back to self-belief mm. for me. Yeah. Um, and really taking that pressure off to know all the different things about everything mm. else. And um, I love that I learned about my strengths because it allowed me to shine my light more. And that's what I secretly always wanted to do. Mm. And I believe there's so many other people out there with so much gold to give and they're hiding as well. So if you're hiding, I highly recommend that you find out your strengths and then you can build on it because, um, Although there's going to be like so many different failed ventures or different things that you try and maybe it didn't work out. There's always going to be something. 
and for me it uh, what else i've learned is it's not just about like going for that one destination so my futuristic used to always be like now there's this one destination and i'd always be going for that one thing um or many things yeah and now i realize it's just all about the learning along the way so that i can then build upon that mm. so yeah i feel like the strengths have really like brought me out of my shell helped me have more self-belief helped me trust the process more yeah cool and what would you say people that can kind of relate to that like feeling um you know pre pre-strength it's not like you were like this is horrible my life sucks it's like you actually weren't at all you were like no eh, i have all these open tabs but that's just how i am right like you yeah, i mean you were fine with it right but you 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 still had that knock right you still had that yeah. knock on the door that was like that you're there was some it's kind of like an itch or like just like a little bit of like discontent maybe like a whisper of discontent inside. yeah um totally. and so for people out there that are listening that are like i think some i i can relate to that like something's been knocking on my door. I don't know what it is exactly. What, what from your own personal experience, um, from a strengths perspective, what encouragement or advice would you give to someone who can really resonate with that? Oh, I feel like just showing a little bit of action towards whatever that thing is that's mm. knocking at your door, just show one step of action each day. And it could be a really simple thing. Like for me, I can think of one that I've not done, but I need to do. I really want a Mini Cooper and I have not driven one. You've never driven one. So there you go. I'm like, I've got to go test drive one, don't I? What if I actually don't really like the way they drive? But so that's like a really simple example, but it's a really easy way to sort of think about like if somebody's thinking about that course or thinking about that job or whatever it is, they've just got to take a step towards it. And it's like the, the path just appears along the way. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Very good. Well, is there anything else that you would like to share with, um, that we haven't covered that you'd like to share with, uh, anybody about your strengths journey or what that has mean, meant to you? Um, okay. the only other part mm-hmm. is I like how once you're in flow, once you find your thing that you really love and you're working with your strengths, automatically it's like heaps of opportunities you realize that there's so many more opportunities Uh, Mm, that's the other thing yeah and there's new connections that you make and there's you feel okay to make the connections as well because that imposter syndrome is just like over there yeah so you have a real definition of who you are and so you can kind of walk in those things and um opportunities like heaps of opportunities i love that yeah yeah. So keep an eye out for your opportunities and then out of those opportunities, more opportunities present. So yeah, the path opens in front of you, as you say, That's it. <laughs> it's very That's connectedness it. of you, even though you don't have that strength. So <laughs> yeah, well, I think connectedness, I don't know where connectedness comes in, maybe like number 15 or something. Oh, wow. Something. So it's not yeah. that. It's so that. It's, yeah. But positivity is number six. So y'all, there's always a silver lining. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Totally. Cool. Very cool. Well, I, um, I know that people will be able to relate to your, um, your story and especially just kind of that growing from that being small to growing in self-belief to 
becoming, growing into who you already are, but you have this language to describe it and to see that that's unique about you. And that makes you free to follow the opportunities that are in front of you. So um, really appreciate that you were willing to share that story with us and give people an idea of um, what is possible when they follow the unique and brilliant strengths that they already have wired within them. So thanks for being on today, Amy. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Becky. It's been awesome. All right. Bye now. Isn't Amy's story so down to earth? I guess that's what I should expect from a natural pathic yogini, right? You can find out more about Amy Minjin over at naturopathicyoga.com.au as well as over on Facebook and Instagram. And these connections and a link to her naturopathic yoga course are in the show notes for this episode, which you can find at isogostrong.com slash episode 78. That's isogostrong.com slash episode 78. She has expertise and passion and a true capacity to help women reach whole health, so be sure to connect with Amy. You know, ultimately, my dream would be to see thriving marriages, families, and workplaces across the entire world. And by orienting our mind toward our strengths, I know that we can get there, just like Amy did. So I'd love to ask you to share Isoga TV, the video or the audio version, with your circles on Facebook, Instagram, or right there in your home or office. And if you like Isoga TV or this interview in particular, please leave a five-star review over at iTunes. It not only means a lot to me, but it also helps others find this podcast as a resource too. You know, I'm glad that you were here today to hear how others, how Amy has fueled significant change in her life by focusing in on her strengths. And I hope that you join me for more next time on Isogo TV.